deep in London's beating heart lies a wall. I'd like to it be if you know the call. For if the wall steps aside, be not afraid of what you see. Cause the wizard world has opened up as has the Griffin's dream. Hello everyone and welcome to the Shrieking Shack. This is a Harry Potter reread podcast. For lapsed fans, I'm your host DC. And I'm Liz. And Liz, I can I sense the I sense the trepidation. Well, 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 well. Well, well, well. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> um I don't know, not much happened this week. <laughs> I don't give a slither shit. I don't give a raven fuck. Cra- I don't even crap. remember what the it's ra- raven, raven crap. crap. Yeah, thank you. It I is all g- raven crap, isn't it? It is raven crap. This is all a bunch of a bunch of <laughs> Huffle, fuck. This is the big one. We we here we are again. I guess is the best way to start this off. Um, feels like this is happening all too often. We we have like a lull in the news. We we, we tempted fate last week. That's what I'll say. Mm. Uh, last week I was like, we haven't got anything. We can make fun of a screen rant article. Uh, we can talk about some dumb some dumb merch stuff with the butter beer. We haven't got anything going on. Everything's quiet. J.K. Uh-huh. Rowling's not on Twitter anymore. And that part's still true. Sure. But, ooh, ooh-wee, have we got some stuff to get to this week. Um, I've tried to arrange all of this stuff in order, and mm-hmm. we will go through it all. But, like, just b- before before we really dive into it, I just want to get, like, your, your temperature on this. Like, were you expecting, did you re- even remember that the new Strike book was coming out? Uh, I didn't have a good bead on when. I knew mm-hmm. it was imminent, and I think yeah. that was just sort of in the back of my mind. Just You know, she changed her, like, Twitter header to the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. big Zodiac clock. Yeah. Is it a yeah. clock? Yeah. So I was like, that's going to happen. Nobody's going to care. <laughs> it was yeah. just sort of, I'm not going to read it. So it's just sort of, like, in the in the haze, um, but I, I didn't consider, it didn't. I didn't ping my radar. Yeah, this much. really the the specifics of everything that went down this week really blindsided me. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I mean, like, really, that's on me, I guess, because like, I think, I think even we earlier when we were considering this more, more like actively when the when the strike book was first announced, and we were like, you know, is the next tr- strike book going to be like all about all about her turf stuff? Um. I think I think we might have floated that idea, but that was so long ago, and like so much has happened since then that I just I just completely forgot about it. And like those books just aren't a big deal, or like haven't. I mean, like I don't think I think this is the first time like any strike book or TV episode or anything has like caused any sort of major headline. And we 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 we've been like aware of all the dumb stuff in strike. I mean, like we we've talked at length about the stupid like the boob grab thing. We, I, I've got a. We, we talked about her fucking up the uh, the music attributions when she uh, she mixed up Kanye West and Jay Z. I forgot about that. That's one of my favorite little details. <laughs> she got it backwards. That was really funny. I think I think we have just sort of like known in the back of our minds that st- the strike books have just kind of at least on like operating have always been operating on some like low level of like fucked upness. Um, but like. 
for some reason, I just like was not prepared for that to ever be like a main topic of news discussion on one of our episodes. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. It, it's stupid because it's like I want to say they're not very successful, mm. and that's sort of true. They also have a TV show though, so I'm not sure like what measure of success that I'm right. on. Like that's not doing too well. But I think like I think like compared to Harry Potter, right? I mean, there's five. There's five books now. I, I yeah. pro- if you had asked me, you know, three weeks ago, like how many, which strike book is coming out? I'd be like, I don't know, maybe three or four. <laughs> This is the fifth one, and it's 900 pages. That's something that I want to talk about. Mm. What? So Harry Potter, very short books to start, and then book five happened, and it was extremely long. And so I kind of what a thousand and thirty something pages. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of assumed that what happened was is that like the story got a little too big for her at that point. And also she had enough clout that editors weren't going to step in and be like, this is way too long. Right. Uh, But now I'm like, is this a thing? Because the new strike book is 900 pages. And I think that the other ones are are all like more reasonable, like popular fiction length. So I'm like, is this her thing? her thing is that like she writes a uh, long series of books and that at book five they just like balloon into 900 pages <laughs> what's up with that but well it seems like book five is around the point in, in both of her series now where like she decides that she wants to make this like about something beyond what it, like you know beyond the genre fiction that it was that's before. no good uh-oh, yeah. turn back, turn back well, yeah, here. It's, it's the, it seems like it's also, yeah, it's also, it, it is probably, I mean, it sounds like Strike might have been worse from the off than Harry Potter ever was, you know, in its early, early books. But, like, yeah, like, like, pivoting from, like, you know, just writing, like, a procedural genre fiction, like, airport paperback to, like, like, this is about, oh, God, I'll get to the quote of what she says this book is about, but, like, you know, this one's about something. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, whenever J.K. Rowling tells you that uh, she's written something about something, a political fairy tale, perhaps, uh, it's uh, it's time to be a little suspect of mm-hmm. what, she's, what she's doing. I don't know why I said suspect. Put a little put a little aftertouch on that one. Suspicious. Suspicious. Uh-huh. A little suspect. Yeah. But uh, before we get ahead of ourselves, I am backing up. I'm going to take us to the beginning. Which is when the 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 dreams of a of a new strike book, uh, and and uh, you know other other big deal items were just a just a glimmer in the distance. Um, mm. With what I thought would be our major story for this <laughs> week, which is the J.K. Rowling billboard thing in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. So this is now th- this in it of itself is not interesting. Uh, a guy commissioned a billboard that said, I heart J.K. Rowling in a public place, and everyone got mad at it, and then they took it down, and then he said, see, the SJWs are coming for me because I I, I took oh, a stand. Oh, no, I'm canceled. Oh, I'm canceled now. Um, And, like, this would be completely inconsequential, except for the fact that this is, like... <laughs> I think this is the second person to do this. I think that one of these was also like in the New York subway or something at some point. Um, and like this, this is the saddest like attention getting ploy. I think that these people have come up with yet. Like <laughs> I, I'm, I don't know about you, but I get sick and tired of seeing like the campus gun girl videos. Sure. And, like specifically the ones where people are like making fun of them. Cause I'm like, yeah, she's fucking stupid. Like, what else is new? Stop putting her on my timeline, right? But this one is a special kind of dumb where 
it is so because like uh, like with with the gun girl it's like yeah yeah she's getting like dunked on and owned by these teens at the on the college campus and like but like that that's how she makes her money right is like this is all a like this is how she gets attention. This is how it gets generated. Whereas, like, with with the, like, I heart J.K. Rowling stuff, this is complete nobodies who like J.K. Rowling because she shares a shitty belief they have. And, like, just, like, like setting up this weird... Uh, 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 mechanism for them to get yelled at and then and then go like oh, everyone's being mean to me I find this so like <laughs> fascinating like this is like an exercise in like public humiliation on purpose I, I just I can't <laughs> they're just like oh just, I don't know just like go 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 set up some stocks in the middle of the street if you want to get humiliated that badly like this is just really pathetic yeah I mean like sort of the difference here is that the the gun the gun girl like that is how she's making her money. Presumably, billboard right. billboard person has like a day job. Bill, the billboard people are spending the money that they already had to like fawn over a billionaire, and so it's a different. I think it's like a new, different level of pathetic. So at least for now, I am all for the like you know like normally with the like you know I'd say like the equivalent of like defacing and the the, the J.K. Rowling billboards would be like. I don't know, like like yeah. Take a look at how stupid the, the the campus girl is, but like this is I think a little different because it's like if it, it's it sure seems like these you know I know these people want the attention, mm-hmm. but also the way that they're getting the attention is by making themselves look incredibly fucking stupid and wasting <laughs> their own money. So I'm like, sure, okay, go for it. Let every let everyone know that you're wasting your that these people are wasting their fucking money, uh, and have s- stupid opinions, right? Like works for me. I have no idea how much it would be to purchase space on a billboard. I think like, it's no. like at least a few grand. It's not cheap. Hmm. It is. It is. It is absolutely a huge waste of money to uh, to get one of these put up. Uh, and they're also like really. I mean, like, like, like it is just so nakedly there to get defaced too. <laughs> yeah. And so, like this, 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 watching them like do their best, like Oscar nomination, like you know, uh, 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 acting routine of like, I can't believe I all I did was put up a billboard that said uh, that I like someone, and even that gets the It's like, come on, dude, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I just, I, I, I just, I just happened to be wearing a clown costume and stand next to this pile of 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 pies. And someone <laughs> threw one at me. How could this? How could this happen? Um, and I th- and see, that's the thing. I thought this was going to be the story this week. I thought we were just going to riff on the billboard thing for for ten minutes or whatever. But then then disaster struck. The Telegraph of all places published a. I think the first. I think it was like the the earliest review of the new strike book by J.K. Rowling. They gave it three out of five. And they basically say this is this is such a good like game sucks. It's racist. Uh, uh, eight out of ten or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Because it was like uh, uh, the, even the the subhead is uh, strike and Robin's fifth outing is uh, good on characterization, weak on everything else, and has a sub and has a subplot to make Rowling's critics fume. The funny thing about this review is that like this is the Telegraph, right? So like 
if I remember right, Telegraph is like a a like center right neocon newspaper. Yeah, but I still had to go on Tumblr to find someone who copy pasted the review. Yeah, because it is paywall. It is paywall. <laughs> <laughs> I am not paying for the Telegraph. Thank you to weird Corbin Strike Tumblr user. Please find <laughs> please find a new book to read. <laughs> um, the uh, th- so the review like basically tears the book to shreds even though it gives it like a six out of ten and is like right. the mystery sucks uh it's boring it's 900 pages long that's too long for a mystery um and then it really only snuck in the like the detail about it you know the 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 book being transphobic kind of at the end and in a very um passive voice it's like oh this book has some stuff that will uh make you know, will not change anyone's minds about uh, J.K. Rowling if they if they think she's transphobic. Right. It's very like if you're already mad at J.K. Rowling, you're still going to be mad at her for this. Um, uh-huh. it's, it's it's certainly not a like a passionate takedown of her for this. No. But it blew up, and and it, it, it it's honestly kind of funny that because it, it is like I said, this is a uh, a a right wing newspaper um to, of some degree I, I can't remember exactly what level of of freak telegraph is on <laughs> um but like the uh it's it's earnestly quite measured like like it's if, like if, two lines and it's it's yeah. really not it is not a takedown and again it's like three out of five stars most of its criticisms are like it's boring like if i remember right it's like a lot about how the book is about a cold case and they spend most of their time interviewing old people about something that already happened and i'm like that is so jk Rowling. yeah it's a it sounds like it is a 900 page pensive chapter it's fucking sturgis podmore all over again but so and i think what is what is really ironic about this is like this coming from like you know a, a a newspaper that is probably not super up on or cares about these issues, becoming the flashpoint for this like revelation that J.K. Rowling's new book is like about her bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's really funny that I think it only really like this would be such a nothing review if it had come out like a day later or something, and mm-hmm. like other reviews had come out and said this stuff. Yeah, because. Like, there are much more detailed and passionate, uh, uh, like, criticisms of this book. In fact, there's one, I would say the most detailed review I have read is one that is defending the book, which is hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, this, this like, super blew up. And, like, it, it you know, this, this was, like, uh, all of a sudden, everyone was talking about Cormoran Strike, which in, in and of itself, I think, was very surreal. Because, like, I've never known anyone to give a fuck about Cormoran Strike uh, you know, in in normal online spaces. I mean, Harry Potter super fans don't like Cormoran Strike, no. right? Yeah, they no are, one cares. if anything, if, if the the people who are Harry Potter super fans that read Cormoran Strike because they know it's J.K. Rowling are generally pretty lukewarm on it mm-hmm. at best. Yeah, it's 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 it, it seems like it's captured a different audience. the the fans that the fans that do exist are not. I don't think that they they have much crossover with Harry Potter fans. It is people who just like like a good you know a, a good airport mystery uh, that they can kind of tear through in a couple of days, right? Yeah, it's um, like a micro fandom, right? Like you yeah. can find a you can find a micro fandom for everything, everything right? <laughs> like they yeah. they are out there. 
um, especially like police procedurals. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you can go and read some person of interest fanfic if you want. Like, it's out there. There's a blacklist fan site that I have checked more than once because it is that is so fascinating to me. What are they on? They're having a great time. They well, the thing is, they <laughs> love the evil gentleman. Oh yeah. This website, this website has like a whole section dedicated to like, ooh, the the past loves and flings of of Mr. Ooh, Red. Right? I like that. Yeah, they're in. They're really into cataloging his his uh, his escapades. I bet. Yeah. Um. But so so this this review that just kind of ended with this very vague like, oh, this book, yeah, uh, uh, and this is I this is in their words features a a. You know, "Quote unquote transvestite serial killer," and that sort of got the ball rolling on all of this that has happened this week. Um, and it was interesting reading about this and sort of like watching the discourse unfold with only that like little tidbit. Yeah, because no one's reading the fucking book. Because <laughs> no one's reading the fucking book. The, the discourse got really, really big, really, really fast without any actual quotes or anything from the book to point at. Just just this general trope being used, right? Sure. And that's that's not I, that's not a criticism. That is like – I mean like it, I can count the number of pieces of media that do that trope that are I would say like worth watching or reading like on one hand probably, right? Not not out of pocket to immediately be suspicious of something with with that as its like thesis. Right? Yeah, and I mean like I mean like come on. Yeah. Come come on. Like this is this is prime like when someone tells you who they are, believe them. Exactly. Kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Like we don't we don't need to litigate this. <laughs> right. Like the, the like the, the best comparison I saw was that fucking article I sent you this morning that was like, "Oh, are we canceling Psycho now?" And it's like, "Yes." Well, Psycho is from the 60s. Bad <laughs> news about movies from the 60s. <laughs> but the other thing too, right, is that like the cultural value of Psycho that is lasting has nothing to do with, like, Norman Bates dressing up as his mom, right? It's like, it, it, wow, what an effective, effectively shot and edited horror movie from 1960, whatever, as long as you ignore all the parts where it's just two guys sitting in a room reading the DSM, right? Like, right, and like, <laughs> like, yeah, like, yes, Psycho has had lasting harm. It has done lasting material harm, yeah. period. Yeah. Yeah, yep. It is uh, uh, not I, a great comparison. There's really no I like I, <laughs> I I don't know what else to say. Also, I've watched it and and enjoyed it, you know? Yeah. Um like I mean, <laughs> frankly, I don't know what movie from the 60s I could sit down and watch and be like, "Oh good, this hasn't done any <laughs> harm." <laughs> Nothing nothing's fucked up in this. Nothing is fucked up in this movie from the 60s. Um but also an incredibly dumb comparison to make when like the different the difference one aside from the age and like distance we have from psycho as like a cultural artifact at this point is like you know for as many things in psycho that are you know offensive and and bad and like poorly handled now or you know then but also like more obvious to everyone now um is it like alfred hitchcock was not like going online and talking about how much he hates trans people every day. Whereas when when you tell me that J.K. Rowling has written a book featuring a quote-unquote transvestite serial killer, yeah, some neurons start firing in my brain, perhaps, about what that could possibly be about. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, like, 
old stuff is hard to talk about, right? Like, yeah, it, it is. I, I, don't, we, I don't know why we have to like, like, no, Psycho's not canceled. But again, like you said, like the stuff that lasts is like, wow, wow, the point of view character died halfway through the movie. That was pretty crazy. That was pretty crazy. The the music when the lady gets stabbed. That's uh, that's pretty intense. Uh, the shot of him on the stairs looks pretty good still. Uh, if you squint real hard and pretend that there's not an hour of pointless dialogue where a detective and, or a detective <laughs> and a psychiatrist talk about like, ah, oh, the young young boys, you know, they're they're being coddled by their mothers and they they don't <laughs> they don't shoot stuff in the woods anymore. Like, yeah, it, it, I guess it's still pretty good. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, yeah, I just I don't know what that what the temp, like the why people want to go back and be like psycho is good like okay yeah sure um but to make it faultless like psycho is like incredibly misogynistic and trans misogynistic <laughs> like that's mm-hmm. just that is just a fact about psycho yeah it's also old and you can't change it like like it's it's, it's you know it's not a new thing that is coming out right now by an author who is still writing stuff who like He's just getting worse every day. It, it was a weird comparison, uh, but it was one that I saw more than once of like, like, oh, or the other one, too, was like, oh, are you are, are we canceling Silence of the Lambs? And I'm like, well, fucking yeah. First of all, Manhunter is a way better movie. But second of all, yes, like, <laughs> yeah, that does also suck. Yeah, just Sorry. watch the Hannibal TV show. <laughs> Yeah, so like that was that was sort of like the first wave of discourse was like was like arguing about whether or not the trope was good. But but it's a trope. But it's a trope, guys. We've done this before. It's a trope, so it's okay. <laughs> so it's okay. Oh so, shit! Was, I had no idea. Uh, damn. Okay. <laughs> Didn't know that that was how it worked. Thanks, everybody. So that was sort of like the first wave of argument. But then things got a whole lot worse when the Guardian. I'm like. Fucking, at this point, no more Guardian. (laughs) Bad newspaper. They ran a review called J.K. Rowling's Troubled Blood, Don't Judge a Book by a Single Review. It is is tone deaf of J.K. Rowling to write a killer who disguises himself in women's clothing, but we should be wary when one review in the Telegraph is reproduced without question. So that's your subheader. And this whole article is like is it's like and i i earnestly like i i saw this headline and i started reading this article and i like i nearly had this moment of like oh no did we jump the gun with this of course i shouldn't have thought this but like just 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 like my raw primal like lizard brain i like looked at this and i was like uh oh is like is the other shoe going to drop and is like is that review just going to end up being like wrong cuz that's happened before right like mhm but like I I looked at this and I was like waiting. I was waiting for their like, you know what 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 is your what is your smoking gun? What is what is, what are, what are you going to own me with here? The the Guardian review says the Telegraph review chose to go big on Creed, describing him as a transvestite serial killer and asking what critics of Rowling's stance on trans issues would, would make of it. But Creed is just one of many suspects, and without giving too much away, he is not the main <laughs> villain, nor has he portrayed as trans or even called a transvestite by Rowling. Are so you, I was like, Are you telling me there's multiple suspects in this detective? Damn! Novel? Oh, fuck! In this That's 900 crazy. page detective novel, there's more than one suspect? That's crazy. That's crazy. 
No one. Wow. No one has done this before. She's done it again. She's turned the the mystery genre up on (laughs) up on its head. Uh, instead, he is a man who has, quote, camouflaged himself behind an apparently fey and gentle facade, having been abused as a child. Uh, Kree begins watching women undressing in secret at the age of 12, stealing women's underwear and wearing it while masturbating. On one work, work night out, he puts on the coat of a female colleague and sings a song. He has a convival, sexually ambiguous persona that worked well with the drunken lonely. When a stash of jewelry is found hidden below his floorboards, he said he'd bought it because he liked to cross-dress. In reality, it was a lie to cover that these were trophies taken from his victims. Creed is described as a genius of misdirection in his neat little white van, dressed in the pink coat he'd stolen from Vi Cooper, and sometimes wearing a wig that, from a distance to a drunk victim, gave his hazy form a feminine appearance just long enough for his large hands to close over a gasping mouth. So it's way worse. So it's way more transphobic, <laughs> is what you're telling me. Oh, so that's really bad then. Oh, it's way, Thank you, it's The Guardian. Way, it's way worse than than uh, than the Telegraph even hinted at. Yeah, I uh, I could not. But like I said, I was like waiting for the. I was like, oh no, is the other shoe gonna drop? And I am I gonna look like a fool? Is there gonna be egg on my face? And of course not. Of course, fucking course not. It's GK Rowling. But yeah, I just love this. This this is like this is presented as some like big gotcha to everyone. Like, oh, you thought it was transphobic? Well, get this. It's actually uh, ten times worse than you thought it was. <laughs> yeah, it's real bad. It's real fucking bad. I mean, like the, the best part about this too is that this is presented like these. Are, any of these things are like new ideas for crime fiction. Like, like J.K. Rowling really has painted like a, a tragic portrait of a character here. And it's like, no, these are. This is like one out of five CSI episodes. <laughs> like, what are you fucking talking about? Yeah, I think that, like, aside from everything else, like, just just talking about, like, the gimmick of the villain itself in the realm of, like, crime fiction. I have read a lot of popular fiction. Like, <laughs> a lot. Mm-hmm. I used to read so much. I don't read anymore. This is all, I just read Harry Potter now. Um, yeah. But I used to just like it was like my my like one source of entertainment. So I would just like devour every like crime popular fiction novel. I've probably read yeah, twenty yeah. James Patterson novels, all that stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. The escalation that those books have to do for their villain gimmicks is yeah. so insane because yeah. it's like yep. it's all it's like everything has to escalate. Everything has to be wild. At the time that like Silence of the Lambs came out movie came out in 1991 so i assume that the book was written in the 80s like yeah the like cross-dressing scene was like shocking to audiences in 1991 Mm -hmm. um but like he also had like fucking moths in his house right like right like the the escalation of what has to happen to not just be like okay yeah that's just like the normal trope of this genre is like insane well, the, the so thing, I don't know what J.K. Rowling is fucking on. Similar to the um, the like psycho comparison, right? Like the Silence of the Lambs thing was getting brought up a lot this week, and again, I think a key difference between Silence of the Lambs and this, which is again from a like known and active like anti-trans activist at this point, right? Right, is that like you could rewrite silence of the lambs Mm -hmm. and take out that detail and lose nothing 
Yeah. Like, like, and like, this isn't, and this isn't an excuse. This isn't a justification, but like the, the, the Buffalo Bills, like cross-dressing stuff is purely there for shock value. It's, it's not, it's not about that. It's not about that character. Really. It is just like, here's another quasi detail in this quasi story. Right. Right. Everything else about Silence of the Lambs is much more interesting and lasting and I think iconic is like you could do that without that detail. This is a story that J.K. Rowling has written about this on purpose and like on her website, as we you know, we later found out that she she intentionally wrote this story. Let's see, that it explores the changing face of feminism and ideals and stereotypes of femininity. So, like, she was thinking about this actively, right? Like, this isn't this isn't an offensive thing that got thrown on the pile to, like, escalate the shock value. This is just, like, there on purpose because it's what she believes and she wanted to write a story about, like, how being, how evil, quote-unquote, men who went to be women are, right? Like, it's, it's, it's not... Don't give her an inch on this shit, right? No, I, yeah, I mean, again, someone tells you who they are, you gotta believe them. And mm-hmm. she just is saying, she is saying it, you know? Yeah. There's no there's no reason to breathlessly try to come to the defense of this. There's no reason to breathlessly, like, try to rehabilitate Psycho. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Hannibal, right, yeah. Like, like, okay. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, it is. And also, I think, too, is that it, it's it's important to remember that, like, this isn't new for J.K. Rowling either. I mean, like, you know, as we have been covering extensively in on the, on this show, like, J.K. Rowling has always been, like, a reactionary traditionalist, whether she realizes that or not, right? Yeah. And and we have, you know, we, we talked about the Rita Skeeter stuff in Goblet of Fire and how, like, the introduction of Rita Skeeter is very... Very thinking emoji. Uh, yeah. If you if you know who J.K. Rowling is, reading that now, um, and it's very interesting to see the return of the mannish hands thing, right? Yeah. Like like I I feel even more vindicated than usual, honestly, about the 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 Rita Skeeter stuff specifically. Um, but it's also not the first time J.K. Rowling has done this in Strike because. Like, again, no one reads these books, so I guess it just, like, never became a headline or anything, but, like, there's some really heinous shit in all of these books. Yeah, we did talk about the other transphobia that's in them, because <laughs> yes. that, that, the only reason that that went around is because of her other shit, right? When she mm-hmm. had, like, some plausible deniability, oops, middle-aged yeah. moment, and then people would be like, hey... Did you see this part in, I think it was Lethal White, that's, like, extremely yeah. transphobic? Yeah. But then there's also, in uh, in The Silkworm, which I think was the third... Oh, no, I think this. I think The Silkworm is also the one that has the other incredibly transphobic mm. character there's in so it. Many. <laughs> there's so many. Why are there so things. many? But there's this, there's this sequence here that uh, I saw going around on Twitter, which was... A young woman wearing a hijab was watching them talk from an opposite seat. She had large, sweet, liquid brown eyes. <laughs> Very Assuming, good writing. Yeah, great writing. 
Assuming somebody really did enter the house on the 4th, I've got to say a burqa is a bloody good way of getting in and out without being recognized. Can you think of another way of totally concealing your face and body that wouldn't make people challenge you? And they were carrying a halal takeaway, allegedly. Was his last meal halal? Is that why the killer removed the guts? And this woman could have been a man. <laughs> so this, like, this stuff, it, like, so, like, like... <laughs> Not only is this incredibly racist. <laughs> yeah. Which is a different head covering, by the way. Burkas and hijabs, different things. And he just immediately goes to like, oh, it could be a burqa. Yeah, like, like is he going into his fucking, like, BBC Sherlock mind palace here? <laughs> he's, like, he's got a BBC Sherlock mind palace, but just for racism. Yeah. <laughs> but he, yeah, so... On top of being, like, incredibly racist and, and like, stupid, it is also a another scene that is obsessed with the idea of, like, uh, men getting away with shit by pretending to be women, right? Like, like she is obsessed with this concept. Yeah. The, the one thing I know is that, <laughs> that like... People in hijabs are go unchallenged in where yeah, London. Nobody wearing, yeah, nobody wearing a burqa has ever been challenged uh, or harassed or bothered or attacked in Europe. That's never happened. I, I mean, it just, it really, I think, goes to show just how fundamentally baked in her reactionary, like, anti-political correctness bent is. Yeah. That that's like, like, how, how warped does reality have to be for you to to like write that into your mystery novel? Something that is just like frankly not true. <laughs> you, like just it's actually the opposite. But I I I fundamentally think that she is feels threatened, right? Like this idea mm -hmm. that like oh you can't approach a random person out on the street and ask them about their burqa. Because yeah. the political correct police will come get you, so they just mm -hmm. remain unchallenged and can just get away with it, whatever crime they want. And it's they like they could do whatever they this want. This is not reality. Would you like another quote from the silkworm about burkas? No, <laughs> no, I would not. The walking stick, like a burka, conferred protective status. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> so Jay, she's always been on this tip. Cle like, like there is no mystery anymore as to what, like, who J.K. Rowling is, right? Like, over the course of us us doing this podcast, she has like made it abundantly clear where she stands on everything, mm -hmm. um, on stuff that like may have been like you know plausibly deniable or like unknown when we started. So, like on on that on that from that perspective, I'm like, I don't ever want to touch the strike stuff. On the other hand, like seeing. The news, you know, the news cycle unfold and, and, and this quote from the Guardian review about how awful this book sounds. And then re seeing that silkworm quote going around and like, like dig doing a little more digging into that. I'm like, is it, you know, is it maybe worth picking through these and seeing what else is in there? Because it sure seems like these might just be her like. Like, where she goes, you know, her sandbox, where she goes to, like, write all of her. Like, that was, honestly, do you think she's pissed that people know that Robert Galbraith is her? Because I know that this was the this was the name that she chose and, like, tried to keep secret for the first book, right? Like, we... Yeah, and I think I think did a pretty... I mean, like, I think it worked. I th but that was sort of the thing, is that the books just weren't that successful. Yeah, it was like... I, I think it was, like... Because the first book... 
got a print run of like just like a, a like initial like 500 copies right um like any like any like you know first run no name author would mm-hmm. um and i think it was like somewhere in the middle of that book's release or you know like like you know still on the first print run after it had come out people figured it out and like i think she eventually copped to it yeah um something like that I I can't remember the exact details of that, but I but I do sort of wonder if like originally Robert Galbraith was meant to just be like, you know, this is my troll account, right? <laughs> like like this is where I'm gonna go to to, to, to say what I really think. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, she certainly has no problem saying what she really thinks, uh, you know, uh, under her own name now. But like, I'm I'm very curious whether that was the initial idea. Yeah, I mean, I think that she must feel pretty tormented about it in that like she keeps like going away and throwing a fit over and over again like i think it does uh eat her up inside i don't care to be <laughs> to be clear yeah. this is yeah i don't this feel sorry purely, like like uh completely detached armchair psychology from yeah, watching yeah. her twitter feed but i don't know i don't know it is so baffling to watch this cycle unfold again and again of her disappearing for a while coming back to say some incredibly fucked up shit and then disappearing again. Like at this point I'm tired of the game, right? Like I'm tired of her disappearing act every time this happens mm-hmm. because she's clearly like she, she is dead set in this. She's, she's not going to budge on this. This is now, you know, there is, there is, I think a certain era of her like life and, and work where like, person and the work were like disparate enough and like you know like i said like we we have we have gone into detail over this show over like how many little pieces and 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 hints and and nuggets there are of the stuff that you know that that is more fucked up about harry potter but like that wasn't the it's not like the first thing you notice about harry potter right like like it is about strike yeah now that that gap has closed and the author and the work are the exact same level of, like, obnoxious, in-your-face aggressive, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, stop hiding. Where are you, like, where are you going? Like, like just, just at this point, just, just own it. Immensely cowardly, I think, um, for her to write this incredibly fucked up shit and then play the victim every single time and then, and like, you know, throw a fit and, like walk away it's 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 honestly it's the same it's the same as the fucking billboard people just on like a uh, on the like a different scale right it's like like stop playing no no one's buying this no one no one believes that you don't know exactly what you're doing so at least fucking own it that's that's kind of where i'm at with her right now yeah i think that i just have like a general despair about the existence of mega celebrity it, <laughs> uh-huh. it feels like this like kind of helpless uh helpless despair of the fact that that a that mega celebrities ha- like exist in our world, and as such, she can just release this extremely. I, I mean, I haven't read it, but I assume like pretty subpar, you know, run of the mill mystery novel. Get it it's published a because of who she is, and we, mystery novel. we all have to fucking talk about it. Yeah, and and I do, and I don't think ignoring it like makes it go away, right? Either because. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't I don't know how you 
like reckon with um, uh, monsters existing in the world and those monsters uh, rent a yacht for 30,000 pounds a week. <laughs> like, I think that I think that's the problem. And maybe that's just like very reductionist because it like makes me feel better to think of it that way. Mm-hmm. But it also makes me upset. It's horrible. Well, it's, it's one of those things where, where like I certainly – I don't begrudge anyone who doesn't want to engage with any news about her, engage with any of her work anymore, uh, et cetera, right? Like I, I think that is a totally valid personal call to make. Oh, yeah. I think for me, my personal call is that like the genie is already out of the bottle, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you can't unmake J.K. Rowling famous. Right. As much as I would like to. Right. Like if I could, you know, if I could Thanos snap my fingers and, you know, like rewrite history, I would. Right. But like, um, it's, 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 it's like impossible to do. And I think that it is more important or not more important because I don't think it's a bet. I don't think it's a better decision than the other decision. I think for me, it is more satisfying to like continue to engage with and argue about this shit and be loud about it. So more J.K. Rowling's don't happen, if that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah I guess the, the like where I stand is that there is a worthy observation to be made here, and I don't <laughs> think that it is a moral imperative that individuals need to make this observation, right? Like I, yeah. I, I like don't, like don't engage. I'm not saying like it is your moral duty to engage with it because I <laughs> no. flat out don't think that's true. Absolutely, but I not. do think it is a worthwhile observation to say what happens when you take a, you know. A children's fiction writer that wrote pretty, uh, like, fairly middle-of-the-road, above-average children's books Mm -hmm. um, is clearly textually a, like, (laughs) liberal reactionary. Yeah. Make them into an untouchable (laughs) mega-celebrity. Mm-hmm. And then they join a hate group, you know? Right, yeah. Like, that's the progression here. I think that's a, a worthy thing to observe about mega celebrity and i'm also not saying that you know like only good people should be mega celebrities mega celebrities should not exist um but but maybe it maybe it is worthwhile to observe that that happened yeah no i i it's 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 the same as anything right it's like uh i i think that if you if you have the stomach for it which i i do I like rolling up my, you know, I I like putting the gloves on and poking around in in the gore, right? I like mm-hmm. I like I like to. I, I've talked at length on here about like you know I I I do enjoy in a weird way, like hate reading the dumb shit that she says because it like I I do get some satisfaction out of like like wow boy, sure sure everything I believe about celebrities sure is being like exemplified right here <laughs> right like mm-hmm. like i think it is i think it's worthwhile for me to like to like have that to engage with and pick apart and uh and also like share with people who are you know are similarly minded of like yeah i hate this but also like harry potter is inescapable as like a juggernaut jk rowling by extension is like in, in- inescapable as like a a cultural figure um and and i uh I I I get some value out of like, you know, criticizing the figure, but but yeah, like it, it's it's a totally personal call thing. I think it is. I think it's absolutely valid for people to be like, yeah, I'm just like done. Like I'm like not even not even for fun, not even for like hate reading, not even for like, 
you know, going like, oh, can you believe this? I'm just like, I'm, you know, it's like me with a gun girl. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, uh, there, there's like plenty of stuff I don't have the stomach for. I have the stomach for this. Yeah. I, but there's a lot of stuff that I just don't like. No, nope, yeah. can't yeah. can't go there. I don't have the stomach for it. So, yeah, it sucks. It fucking sucks. But it's not surprising. Um, And uh, yeah, I'm just like I said, I'm going back and forth on like, you know, should I am I going to like read these fucking books and like, you know, map out exactly how fucked up they are in detail like we have with Harry Potter? Because it's like if the two if the two details that have risen to the surface are as heinous as this, you know, this uh, serial killer description and this insane burka sequence, like that those aren't the those can't be the only things in there right <laughs> like like we we could probably get her whole i bet i bet between all the books that existed before her actual turf manifesto existed i bet all the stuff was there cuz it sure seems like the the series is just her like her her this is where she writes the real shit about social critique right like it's it's probably all there it's just that no one read it cuz no one gives a shit yeah yeah i I don't I don't think anyone reads these so it's like who cares <laughs> Also just on its face 900 page mystery novel about a cold case is such a delightfully boring pitch for a book I'm like the, I'm I'm like fascinated on like a structural level on how this fucking thing works right like Yeah some of the some of the like um orbiting details about this are so funny to me because you can tell that she like got a little bit of a literary bee in her bonnet, but then mm. was like, I'm going to talk about the Zodiac and about like, and it's just like, she's the, the ego is, is so crazy. You know, I'm actually, you know, I'm, I'm a little surprised. And like, I, I am sure that the book itself probably loops back around to being about like Christianity somehow, but I do find it very interesting that the book we are reading right now, Deathly Hallows is so steeped in this like crisis of faith Christianity story mm -hmm. and how it also opens with the, um, the, like that, that Quaker poem. And then also the, like the, the, the ancient Greek poem, yeah. right? The, apparently this book, this, this strike novel opens with an Aleister Crowley quote. Yeah. So like, what's going on there? Did J.K. Rowling, like, discover Rosicrucianism somewhere in the middle here? Because, like, I don't know, that's maybe the most endearing she's ever been to me. But holy shit, like, that's that, that's an insane, like, leap to go from, like, your, uh, your like, uh, uh, your, your Crisis of Faith novel to, like, quoting uh, uh, the tarot, uh, Aleister Crowling's writing it on the tarot in your next novel, right? Like, that's... That's kind of nutty. This is sort of petty. This is this is my most petty that I think I'll get, which is that I just think mm. that I think that too many people told her she's a genius. I just oh, all, yeah. I always get this like edge where she just like dips into this stuff and acts like she discovered it. And it's the same thing with like how she wrote Harry Potter and then like got in trouble for saying that she doesn't read fantasy. And I get the same vibe about like her writing mystery novels is it's like she is dipping her toes in it but also feels like she's above it somehow mm -hmm. she has she like has no respect <laughs> actually oh my god i just thought of this you know what hmm. um if if people are you know I, I i would say it is it is hilarious and ridiculous that that this is a 900 page mystery novel but also 
if you want a nine more than 900 page mystery novel if you want a mystery novel that is longer than the entire bible <laughs> that also tackles the uh the uh uh the 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 exact same killer trope head on and completely dismantles it mm-hmm. you can read fucking umineko you mm. could fucking read you could just fucking read umineko you know <laughs> hey everybody if you haven't been listening to the bonus episode hey i'm just saying i'm gonna re- I recommend Umineko. That's pretty good. That's a good one. That's a good one. Much longer than 900 pages. <laughs> yes. Okay. I think we can put that one to rest for now. I am sure that is not the last we will talk about this. Um, uh, you know, like I said, J.K. Rowling made it perfectly clear who she is at this point. Um, not a surprise. Uh, but moving on to even more news that happened this week. Mm. Fantastic Beast 3 is now filming. Fantastic <laughs> Beast 3 is still happening. It is still happening. Um, so it turns out that the delay of uh, Depp's trial that we talked about last week and the week before um, was granted, but not because of the um, filming schedule. Apparently, mm. apparently, apparently the uh, the. It, let me see if I can find the exact. The trial also had to move because of COVID, so like all the trials are delayed. So it was all backed up. So his trial got moved to May, uh, which also takes it out of the um, the realm of clashing with Amber Heard's. Uh, filming so problem solved i guess for all parties can we not just take a couple years off of movies is that (laughs) not something we can do i think we'd all be okay we yeah no one no one got no one saw tenet i think we're good you know like i think i'm so pissed off that we just can't just take some time (laughs) off (laughs) we can we can all just i don't know we can just put you could just put some good movies back you know like Sure, maybe maybe it'll be safe to go to a theater again before new movies start coming out if we do delay things for two years. But just fucking put some old movies in the theater. I guess I don't know. I'd go see like, go put like Raiders of the Lost Ark or something in a theater. I'd I'd go watch that. But like, we could just stop making people make movies right now. <laughs> I I think it's bad. <laughs> anyway. They are making Fantastic Beasts 3. They're filming it right now. Yeah, and what a they... fucking movie that we can't take a couple Woo! years off from. <laughs> Aren't you excited? Sorry, I'm so pissed off. <laughs> fucking breathing in hazardous air. Ugh, Fantastic Beasts 3 is coming out. <coughs> Yay. Woo. Yeah, no, there's there, there, there are set photos. Apparently, and this is like the more juicy detail, is that they started filming it in secret. They did not release a press release because they, you know, they 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 were very upfront about like how the filming restart was going to go for Batman, which is like being shot. I think even in the same studio. Didn't Robert Pattinson test positive for COVID? Yes, yes, that was right after they announced it. Maybe that maybe that means we should take a year take off. A fucking break, yeah. Um, but no, there are photos going around of the set being built. Uh, for the new Fantastic Beast movie, and they have already started filming, which there is a domino effect of interesting, capital I, interesting things about this to me. Uh, Steve Cloves, 
he is he still involved? Because he kind of came out harder than anyone, honestly, on the um, criticism of J.K. Rowling. Yeah, more like I just feel like he didn't have to. You know, like there there were some celebs where I'm like, yeah, yeah, Harry Potter's got to come out and say something. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, but nobody close. knows who that guy is. We we know. We know who he is, but yeah, he he came out quite strong, and so I want you know I, I'm curious if J.K. Rowling has like kicked him off the project or you know what 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 what's going on with that. Um, I guess this is confirmation of what we had long suspected, which is that Eddie Redmayne is the world's biggest coward. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, not a shock. But I'll talk. I'll talk to him next time I see him. <laughs> you'll see him. Yeah, you'll. You well, I guess not this Christmas. Probably. I guess no one's taking. No, because I'm taking Christmas. a year off from Christmas. There we go. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, he. I, I guess you know contracts and all that. I'm sure he couldn't get out, but still, he also came out quite strongly against her initially but i guess is you know still showing up for the paycheck or whatever Just tucking his tail between his legs and going to film the stupid <laughs> wizard movie i'm sorry i need to take a well i can't take a deep no, breath i'll take a shot i like this energy i like this energy you've got mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm i'm feeling it nope i'm good i'm calm <laughs> feeling normal yep it's all normal here everything's fine um and uh the other thing is like so Tenet fucking bombed. <laughs> and and I think before before Tenet happened, before theaters reopened for this little experiment, um, the buzz going around the film biz mm. um, was that all of these studios were sort of like waiting on tenderhooks to see how Tenet panned out. Yeah. And like whether whether, you know, are we going to be putting any, anything else in the, else in theaters this year? Are we going to keep producing movies right now? Like everything was kind of hinging on this stupid Christopher Nolan movie. Mm-hmm. It fucking bombed. It made sixteen million dollars, which is, I mean, I will never see that money in my life. That's but like, nothing. That's nothing for a movie by Christopher Nolan, right? Um, and I am very int- I like. I'm wondering if they just are counting on the production lasting long enough that by the time the movie's done, everything will be back to normal. Um, or whether or not they jumped the gun, you know, did, did someone at WB, did they get a like early screening of tenant and go like, wow, that was so good. I, the, the 40% of dialogue I could hear over the soundtrack was so good. I, I'm sure that this is going to make its money back and we're going to be great for the theater in no time. Like I'm, I like it. I'm, I'm curious where, where the decision got made to pull the trigger on on starting again, like regardless of all the Johnny Depp stuff, which is honestly at this point small potatoes compared to all the other reasons that this movie's production was in trouble, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, I'm I'm so curious where that where that decision got made because uh, I like if if Tenet. A movie by a director who, like, God knows why, but like a director who is immensely respected and and uh, and uh, hyped up all the time. Um, bombs. Like, no one's gonna go see the sequel to fucking Fantastic Beasts. Are you kidding me? Nobody liked the last one. <laughs> like, this is this is not the movie that's gonna get people to theaters. Yeah, you know? the last one bombed because it was bad and for no yeah. other reason. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, the last one. Yeah, it, when a movie like has the Harry Potter branding on it and still bombs relatively, like that's a problem. Uh, like like we said last week, it made exactly half the movie, the uh, half the money Aquaman did. Right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oopsie. So that's interesting. Um, but uh, I, I guess I guess the juiciest thing there is just the idea that they um, started filming it kind of silently, and uh, if anyone is uh, catching up with Eddie Redmayne at any point soon. Ask them, hey, what's going on? Did you did you and Joe shake it, you know, hash things out? What's uh, what's the deal? Yeah, I'll, I'll ask him in a couple of Christmases from now. We'll see what's <laughs> up. <sighs> All right. We're nearing the hour mark on this news segment, but we are not done. We have more news because... Two years, almost exactly, I think a little less, from the date that we first saw the leak of that Harry Potter game, they fucking finally announced it at at the dog shit PlayStation 5 (laughs) conference. Yeah, they sure did. They sure did. Um, We will, so our third segment this week is going to be kind of digging into the trailer itself in detail and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. But I I, I want to talk more about just, like, everything happening around it in the new segment, right? Because right. this blindsided me for some reason. I did not expect that this was going to be announced at this thing. I had mm-hmm. honestly forgotten about it. I tuned into the PlayStation conference while I was working just to, like, kind of, like, gawk at it, I suppose. Because, like... Spe- speaking of taking a year, take a year off of releasing game consoles. Take a year off of PlayStation. Take a year off of the PlayStation. You know, I, I, lo- I love, I'm a gamer. We love gaming here on the Shrieking Shack. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of need to launch your systems with games. And it sure seems like none of those are ready. So just take a year. Just take a year. Just, just you know, and if you're, if you're a gamer, go re- revisit some old faves. Check out um, Diablo 2. Check out mm-hmm. um, Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Check out um, Guild Wars Two. I played. A, I haven't played a little bit of that. That's oh, kind of fun. Um, how's that? It's it's pretty fun, actually. So I remember that being fun. It is fun. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of games out there. Play Undertale. Read. Yeah. Read Umineko. It's longer than the Bible, and it's but it's good. Um, but uh, yeah, they they I I like looked at this thing. They showed the. Demon Souls remake that looks like they ruined everything that I like about Demon Souls. Sorry, I'm just now you were mad. Now I'm getting mad thinking sure. about video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 fucked around with Demon Souls and made it look like something else. Uh, they uh, they showed the Call of Duty trailer where the where the guy came on and was, this was like right after the Harry Potter trailer too. <laughs> I was like still like kind of like in the like wow they finally showed that thing huh to like the the Call of Duty guy being like like. Oh, the Iran hostage crisis with the like the chill PlayStation drum and bass underneath it. I was just losing my fucking mind. <laughs> but yeah, no, they showed it. it. It came out of nowhere. They had a very polished trailer for it. They had Jim Dale in the trailer. That's kind of cute. How would I will you say? feel? I want. I mm. want like what? What was? What was going on? Like I need. I want the. I want the feelings. Like with me? Yeah. Like seeing it happen yes. on, live. Yeah. So my my when so when the WB Games logo came up. Batman. Yes, hundred. I was like, oh, they're showing Batman. Then, 
very whimsical magical music started playing and i was like uh oh uh oh Uh-oh. and then and then when um <laughs> when when i heard jim dale mm. was when i like dm'd you and was like it's fucking it's happening yeah uh, it's it's the harry potter game yeah they 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 it's a okay just just zooming out regardless of any other context uh, i would say that it was i i like saw that thing and i was like yeah pretty good like looks looks all right there are some bits in it that look exactly like the leak which is really funny like how close that leak was to being the real reveal i guess Mm -hmm. i think the most interesting part of it and this is the part that is already as we speak you know the hot button thing with this game is how clearly the marketing of the game itself is trying to distance itself from jk rowling yeah the yep. like premise of the voiceover in the trailer <laughs> is like we all know Harry Potter and what that what that's like, but <laughs> but but what if you got to do your own version that wasn't that didn't have anything to do with the Harry Potter you know? Hey, you don't that- suck. So <laughs> the tagline for the game is "Live the Unwritten." Mm-hmm. I. Was it the Discord FAQ that you linked that had the, like, like? well, it is based on the world of J.K. Rowling, but she did not have anything to do with it. Oh, I'll, uh, I'll get into it. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're starting on the back foot, which is, <laughs> which is you know, obviously t- preparing a trailer and whatnot, preparing a game reveal takes a lot of work and a long time. So they knew they were going to be on the back foot. But you just know that, like, there was a, like, countdown happening where everyone had their fingers crossing, like, please, Joe, do not appear. Do not say anything. Please shut the fuck up. Yeah, please don't, please don't appear before this game gets announced. And, like, you, you know that, like, the day, because it's like, today is the 17th. The reveal happened on the 16th. It was the 14th, I believe, when this strike stuff blew up, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like just some poor developer, director, marketing person, whatever, just like did the marriage story wall punch when he saw that. Like, <laughs> like, like he was just like, fuck, like, god damn it, we were so close. Like, we nearly made it a whole, you know, month or whatever without her saying something fucking stupid right before our game came out. Like, ugh. Yeah, you, you you hate to see it. I wonder if they, like, just kept checking her Twitter, like, compulsively like I do. Yeah, and just keep seeing I that would. fucking, like, nobody epic chimp gentleman replier at the, to- at the top of her page <laughs> and just, like, shaking their head. Like, goddamn, like, fucking... Three days remain. Majora's Mask, like cut over. Like, uh, the, yeah. game, the game's coming out. Like, oh my god. Yeah. What a disaster. I still think that she meant to retweet that on private. Yeah. But then I, it's like too, too proud or whatever to, to delete. Yeah. yeah, that was even for her. That one was just like so open. Like, because the thing is, like, she's very open about her shit, right? Yeah. But she's very, but she's very careful and like eloquent about it, right? Like she tries to like, you know, she tries to couch it in like the most reasonable, uh, uh, smart person language possible. I suppose is the best way for me to put it, right? Yeah. And she just retweeted just like some fucking, you know, dumbass. Like, like you know, I think like, it was for private. Yeah, I would not be surprised. the The trailer like just came 
quite possibly the worst time it could have, right? Like, there's, like, at a certain point, it's like, there's no good time. To, like, I this, can think this... of worse times. Not a good time. <laughs> there, <laughs> there is no good time. No. I can think of worse, but this <laughs> is one of the worse ones. I would say, like, her manifesto week would probably have That's been the worst true. time. That would have been worse. Oh, that was close to another games event, wasn't it? Yeah. If I remember right. Yeah, that was, a, that was another one where people wondered whether or not that got pulled at the last minute i just yeah i um i want oh god i just realized because yeah you're right that happened relatively close to some other event i think Mm -hmm. and i i could easily have seen it getting pulled at the last minute there sure but here like you know two days before the playstation event I wonder whether someone was like, "Hey, we've got to pull this again. She's 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 in her she's in her fucking shit again." And like Sony being like, "No, are you kidding me? We have like three games to show. <laughs> like, we, like we've got the Demon Souls remake, we got Call of Duty, and we got some fucking like Sackboy bullshit. No one cares about. Like, we, just take a couple taking... years off, PlayStation, <laughs> Mister PlayStation, just." Just take a nap for a couple of years. <laughs> I guess they did have the Final Fantasy trailer. That was kind of a big get, but yeah, I just I'm just imagining like, no, you are not taking the Harry Potter game trailer out of this thing. <laughs> like, sorry, too late. I don't and maybe this is mean, but I'm honestly shocked that the Harry Potter game is at all a big deal. Sure, yeah. Maybe that's stupid because I know Harry Potter is, like, popular, but I mm-hmm. am just, like, a little bit surprised that this licensed game for a really old franchise that isn't doing very well, I'm surprised people care, you know? I think it's just the nostalgia thing, right? Because, like, Harry Potter, like, you know, obviously Crimes of Grindelwald sucks and most people don't like it, but I think that makes people, that that weirdly strengthens the brand for people who are really nostalgic for the old stuff, right? Because this, cause this leans so hard on, like, the the like sorcerer's stone fantasy of like wow you're being transported to this magical world there's a whole boarding school here you know there's an adventure for you here it's just like the movies that you remember i think it's just like it's hitting on that so strongly that like it's it's reinforcing the like old nostalgia that people have for harry potter as opposed to like however they might feel about it now or like how they feel about jk rowling now right like it's yeah i guess i just knew that there was going to be like a small sliver of people that were really excited but i i just i'm i'm a little bit dismayed seeing the discourse (laughs) only because like i didn't expect the anguish that people are feeling about wanting to play the game like i thought it was going to come out and it was going to be like really middle of the road and no one would care so it didn't matter and apparently Mm -hmm. people do care and i'm a little bit shocked i i i can't get over i mean like this is this is the same i think was when was when like crimes of grindelwald came out too because people were this was more about like the johnny depp stuff then but it it went through a similar like wow i like i i feel bad about supporting this movie thing right right i'm just never interested in people's like personal like like oh like i need to let everyone know whether i do or don't support product right like that is so immaterial to me like i said earlier like you can't put harry potter back in the bottle right 
it is if if you feel strongly enough about Harry Potter, you're like, damn, I've always wanted this game and I'm going to play it. Okay, do that. I am like, like if you and if the criticism of that that people are you know passing around upsets you, like don't read it. Also, you could just like it's a video game. It's a single player video game. You could just buy it and play it. You don't have to like announce to the world like I am donating all the money that I spent on the game also to mermaids. Those, right? like it's just... those people and the ones that are like, oh, but the devs, they need to take that shit to their priest. I don't like, I don't give a <laughs> shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, who cares? Yeah, I, I don't care. I don't care if you if you want to play it or not. Like, uh, just... <laughs> yeah. It... <laughs> that is really the best way to... Yeah, all the like, oh, but, you know, I'm... The, the weird, like, real-time public justification for, like whether or not I buy billion dollar products is like, who fucking cares? I don't, it's not activism to like buy or not buy a thing. I don't give a shit whether or not you think the devs worked wheel hollowed on it, you know, like eh, shrug. Yeah. And probably when you buy the shitty thing from the shitty person for the shitty company, like again, Go to your priest. Don't go on Twitter and be like, I am so sorry. I will publicly flog myself to feel better about this. Like, just, oh my God. You're just putting the guilt you feel on the people who, like, are harmed. Feel most affected. Yeah, the few feel most harmed by this, right? If you just want to play the game, shut the fuck up and play it. I don't care. But, like, just, <laughs> you can't. You can't just like, I don't know, like like put a bunch of like pride flag emojis in a post and be like, do not worry. I I'm I, I am buying the game. I am gonna play the game. I am gonna talk about the game, but also I am gonna make you know that I am. It's like fuck off. I don't care. Also, like like just don't like it's probably just like a fucking middle of the road licensed game. I don't know. Yeah. Play a good yeah. game. Play. There are so many good games out there. It's probably going to be real middle of the road. We'll talk. We'll talk about it. We'll, we'll talk yeah, about how the game we're, looks. We're, but yeah, we're as as expert as expert Harry Potter sca- scholars and ga- gamers. I nearly said scamers. Uh, we will we will talk about this at length in our third segment, based on the trailer stuff and 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 what I think this game is going to be. But like, I cannot stress how little I care about anyone any individuals purchase habits but i especially don't care if you're trying to like put it on like the trans people in your life and being like don't worry don't worry everyone i am i am tokenizing you i'm thinking about you as i play the video game i understand that real people real marginalized people are being harmed but the devs are crying i must support (laughs) them (laughs) you can steal video games parody you know it is it is doable hmm that's in so, Minecraft, that's you, so interesting. You can you can steal games in Minecraft. That's so that's so crazy. But yeah, uh, so that's a real fun discourse that is going to last forever. I'm so relieved in a weird way that it's here. You know, like 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 it is the the, the Harry Potter Skyrim saga has been a big part of this. Show. I mean, we've been talking about Harry Potter Skyrim way before the leak. That's right. We that was like the third episode we started yeah. joking about Harry Potter Skyrim. So to see it actually existing, to see to know that it is coming out at some point and it will be a real product as foretold by us, there's something very funny and satisfying about that, but I could not never have imagined in 2018 
that like we would be here with this, right? What a couple, what a whirlwind couple of years it's been. Honestly, for, yeah. For the brand. Yep. Remember that? Uh, I don't even know what it's called or why why it happened, but it was a Star Trek ga- console game, and it came out, and it was like new star the new Star Trek movies. Oh, the Gears of War one. Yeah. Yeah. That. That was what I was expecting. Not the game, mm. but like I expected the that kind of, of fanfare, like people being excited about it. I that was the level I was kind of picturing was the Star Trek Gears of War game. So so the so it is not the fact that the game is out or that, that there's discourse about it, but the the anguish that people are feeling and the wanting to play it that is is shocking to me. I, I guess it's kind of just like a Lucy and Charlie Brown with the football situation where it's like, maybe this license game will be good. Maybe this will, maybe this will be the, the one that is the delivers on all of my like fantasies. And like that, those are so rare, you know, like the, the, the good license game that it, and it they is definitely weird. happen. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Can't think yeah, of one right now, but I'm sure they do. There are some good star Wars games. Sure. Uh, there's, I like the Return of the King game uh-huh. on the PS2. That game fucking whips. Yeah. Yeah, they exist. Um, Captain Crunch's Crunchling Adventure. Yeah, there we fucking <laughs> go. Check's Quest, pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, like the, there are so many games that exist, and there are so many open world games that exist, and there are so many like harry potter inspired games right like there's the um the fucking uh the stardew valley team is making a harry potter game basically yeah there there is no dearth of wizard school yeah there's the there's like the rune factory series or there's it's not rune factory there's another there is another like there's a game that's like what if Animal Crossing was at Hogwarts Mm -hmm. I can't remember what it's called but like that exists right like sure like the there, there is a novel, you know, like I've enjoyed, you know, we played the PS1 game, we played the Order of the Phoenix game, we'll probably dip into some of those old games again at some point. Like, I've enjoyed some of those, but like, the, the like, the mighty need that a lot of people are feeling for like, oh, I got, I gotta have the Harry Potter game is really funny, because it's like, Harry Potter stuff is everywhere, and just like, not linked to Harry Potter explicitly, right? Yeah. And, and this, and this also, like I said, we'll, we'll get into it in more detail later, but like, Damn, it's an open world game. Yep. There are a lot of those. A lot of good ones of those out there. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, so I think that about covers it. I think that is the news. Is there anything else well, that I missed here that we should we should cover really quick or should we I, I think that's it. All right. Should we take a break before we uh get into our chapter here? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's take a break. Let's get some water. Let's uh, take a deep, smoky breath, calm ourselves down, and then return with uh, our chapter. <laughs> 